This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Monday podcast time. Al Dukes, what is up down the Jersey Shore, dude? Oh, hi, Jerry. You know, I happen to live, uh, not only do I live near the body of water known as an ocean, but I the Atlantic. There's, a, there's a lake uh, also nearby where I live. And that's lake where Como? The, uh, no, that's a couple, that's a, t- two towns over, Lake right. Como in uh, Belmar, New Jersey. But this is Lake Fletcher, I believe it's called. Who is and, he? Uh, I'm not sure who who Mr. Fletcher was. I should Google it. But uh, this this uh, is where the bottles of beer were being thrown. That's been since cleaned up. But when I, went, when I went by there the other day, you know, since it is like a lake, there's a lot of geese. It's a big geese community over there. I turned the corner and saw legitimately 60 baby or child geese. Yeah. Like... Where in one day sixty baby geese showed up. You ever go to a golf course? No. You see hundreds of them. Of the babies? Yeah. And then they're following the mom. Yeah. Absolutely. I wonder though, like in order to did did they lay all of these eggs and they all popped Hatch open at the same day? time? At the same time? Um, I'm not familiar with geese sex or relations or no. geese children. Or I don't know how that works. Yeah. Uh, I just know that when you play golf, you can be on one fairway and there's nothing going on. You go to the next tee box and you look down and there are literally hundreds of them all over the place. Yeah. No, we have a lot of geese, adult geese. But to turn the corner and suddenly having not seen any baby geese and then turn the corner and there's 60 of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe it. Does does not surprise me. I think it's they crazy, hide. isn't it? Yeah, because I don't know where they hide their eggs. Like we have a couple foxes running around in this town, and I don't mean I know, the ladies, that's Jerry. Good. That's not good. So I would think they would want to eat geese eggs. You I, know what I mean? I would think yes. So yeah. they must be able to hide their geese eggs under like the cusp of where the land meets the lake. Where the land meets the lake. Look at you. Yeah, like under that like little shelf. I bet. I bet there's nothing but geese eggs. Why don't you go check it out today? Well, they're all hatched now. How do Plus, you know there's if not I'm, more? 
Plus, if I'm walking around all these geese babies and the They'll mother geese. They'll come after you. Oh. It would be tremendous. And there's got to be some <laughs> sort of a cam there, like a live cam on, on Lake Fletcher. I see not- you getting attacked by baby geese and the mamas. I do not want to be attacked by a mama geese. That'd be awesome. I would hope they were afraid of my dog, but who knows? I've seen them chase uh, mailmen down on videos. I don't know, man. And they fly and attack you. And they like go they for go your... off the ground. They do. And they'll go for your balls because they know, like, to peck your balls. They know where to get you. They do know where to get you. That's why, with a, at least with a golf club, you can swing away. Oh, good point. Yeah. Pretty I do wild. Have a dog. I wonder what's better, to have a dog that a geese would be afraid of or a golf club? You'd only be able to hit the geese if it really attacked you. Yeah, I, it would have to be coming at me for me to swing at it. Otherwise, you'd look like a terrible human being. I know. We were playing golf maybe – wasn't this summer, last summer. And one of the guys I was playing with, was he was just having one of those bad days. And there's nothing you can do about them. They're on the course. They really – they'll move, but you got to get really close to them for them to move. And so you just kind of play around them. And so – my friend lines up to hit, and there was there was one that was probably 10 yards in front of him. And I'm thinking, man, with the way he's hitting the ball today, if I was that goose, I'd move. Goose. <laughs> and he hit him. Like, Ooh. just hit it. He, he mishit the ball and hit the goose in, like, the belly. And I'm like, uh-oh, he killed it. Not only did he not kill it, it started walking towards him. He'd be like, let's go, bro. Like, what else you got? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. He dusted himself off. It was actually pretty funny. He got in the cart and drove away. But, yeah, it was not the geese. Not the goose. Him. Uh, The the guy guy was playing golf. He got in the cart. And so it was funny, though. You know, at first I'm like, oh, no, you got him. But he was fine. There are certain birds that will come at humans. Geese is one of them. A turkey, a wild turkey will come at you. I would too if I knew that all my you know cousins and family members were being eaten for Thanksgiving. There's one of those humans. Let's get him. Yes, you're not right. Like words get you're not wrong. Words got to spread at some point to the turkey community. I wonder, like male men and male women, male carriers, if you will, Jerry. You know they carry pepper spray. I see it on their belts. Is this true? Yeah. Is I that wonder for the if, dogs? Well, that's it. I bet you it's for everything. I bet you it's for. I wonder who they use it on mostly. Dogs geese wild turkey people i have a friend of mine who's a mail carrier i can find out ask him or her i will i don't want to assume it's a male it is and i well i just said i can ask him so when i was in the third grade i had to write a letter to myself to my future self and uh in it i was a mailman was that a goal of yours as a kid yeah i wanted to be a mailman my uncle who lived in california was a mailman and I, so my dream was to move to California and be a mailman. I just thought, how great. You could put headphones on. I do think it sounds like fun. I still think it sounds like fun, especially if you're the type that likes to walk and move. Yes. And the problem is, as you're finding out with the dog, mm-hmm. not so great when the weather stinks. Yeah. Tough job. I wouldn't even mind being a mailman in the pouring rain, but it's the ice coldness. that's Because yeah. the mailman, the they're given mailman proper attire sure and you could wear that hat that blocks the sun and the rain yeah but the wind is the shorts yeah the ice cold wind is brutal oh how about like a misty 34 degree day and it's breezy ugh like what i imagine seattle is every day right exactly tough Hmm. so i would like to be a mailman in arizona in arizona well you gotta watch out for snakes you gotta watch out for scorpions Oh, good point you know what you're right how about charlotte coyotes charlotte that probably seems nice that makes sense 
I don't think it yeah. gets too cold down there. Not too cold. You probably don't get the snow. There's no scorpions or snakes. I'm in. He's got to watch out for Hootie and the Blowfish because wow. they hang out down there. I remember when you guys did that show at his golf event. Yes. I do remember that. that I got to meet Rick Flair. I didn't get to go on. At That's the time. Right. was awesome. But you didn't have a but you, you didn't have a lot of guests and Boomer bagged out a no. plane because they didn't bring anybody over. Yeah, we all we, we had to, actually we had a couple people. I think Boomer bagged on that one because they misrepresented him in this tournament. Oh, okay. But we did have uh we had Ric Flair, we had Jim McMahon. I remember that. Now yeah, there's yeah. a show right there, Jerry. Jim McMahon and Ric Flair. There's a show. <laughs> Woo! I'd love to. I wish I had hit the bars in North Carolina with those dudes. There you go. And back then Maybe you could go to South bars. South Carolina. The good old days when you could go out. It was actually South Carolina. Now that I think it was, of it. it was yeah. All right. It, what's that popular town in South Carolina? Mer- beach uh, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. It was Myrtle Beach. No, it was Myrtle Beach, Myrtle North beach. Carolina, or South Carolina? Hilton uh, Head is South, South Carolina. Myrtle Beach. So- <laughs> we sound like two morons right now. Alexa, where is Myrtle Beach located? <laughs> South Carolina. There you go. I drove there once. You'd think I would know that. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Also, now I'm considering getting uh, starting to listen to books on tape while I'm walking a dog. What are your wow, thoughts that on books boring. on tape versus podcasts? Because I'm there's not so many podcasts, Jerry, and I cannot get into any of them. Okay. What about you? Don't like the Joe Rogan one? Too long? No, he's and he just meanders and meanders and meanders. All right. What about uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, I see. I got. I now have Joe. Uh, Joe and Evan. I now have Carton and Roberts in the afternoon that I'll listen to. Okay. Well, that's the, but you listen live. Yeah, I'm listening live, and that doesn't come on until two. Right. So I do this really long walk at ten thirty. Where I, you I, know, there's I, a really cool podcast you can listen to. What's that? Uh, it's called the Post Game Podcast. Interesting. Where do I find this? <laughs> Why don't wherever you can find your Alan podcast. Jerry's Post Game Podcast, wherever Why? you find podcasts. Let me ask you this: Do yes. you think it would be interesting? And I don't even mm-hmm. know if you can get them. Could you find podcasts from when we started six years ago? Or five. Uh, I don't even know pro- when we started. Well, we started ago. in twenty fifteen. Wow. Okay, so five. So if you go all of no, it's actually six, I believe. If you go fifteen, because we did it all fifteen. Oh, okay. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. We've just we're completing our sixth year. Wow, that's a long time. It's a lot of podcasts. So uh, what about that? That that would interest me. Yeah, that would feel weird. But I bet we could do it. I bet we could go back. I could go back. We remember that we had commercials. Yeah. Oh, back in the day, (laughs) we were killing it with live reads. Remember we did a tremendous live read, I remember, for uh, Mac Weldon. We had a great live read. I do. Yes, I do. It was a good one. We were talking about underpants. Underwear. So I'm thinking of going books on tape, although it would have to be a really good book. But you're going to have the same problem. You're not going to find a book you're interested in. You're right. You're right. Here's what you're interested in. I like biographies like you do. Okay. (laughs) Like music biographies on musicians. Okay, so there's got to be podcasts for that, no? Like... um. You're saying books on tape about that? Like books on tape yeah. and podcasts. Yeah, I do find it on po- some podcasts, but you have to really like, you've when you to find podcasts, you really have to do some digging. You do. You need to, There's no I gatekeepers. Because even on Spotify, they have a lot of podcasts. I don't know what it's the hell I'm looking much. at. I know. it's, And there's so many of them. Yes, and you know, there are. And because the presentation is of a graphic, you don't know if it's professionally done, if it's two guys talking to themselves like you don't know what it is that's true too you're not wrong about that it's difficult jerry it is difficult because i have looked myself and i don't really come up with much 
I am listening currently to a podcast called Broken Record, where they talk with musicians. But you know, unless if you like the musician, it's interesting. If not, same old. So I'm same listening. Old. I'm listening to one from Wilco lead singer uh, Jeff Tweedy, who I do like. But Who's, his I don't ever heard of Wilco. Wilco, no. But their but he's got a book out now that they're talking about how, how to write one song. And I'm interested in this because I do have a chorus of a song, which I've had for many years. I know you've told me this. And I know I I'm, I have 16 minutes left in this podcast of listening, and I haven't heard the secret yet. But if he can break down how to write one song, I think I got to have a hit. Here's the secret. Make it sound good and find someone who wants to record it and then find a radio station that's going to play it. Find someone who's already popular who wants to record yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Like if I could get Taylor Swift. I would say it might be a hit then. That would be a huge hit. That would be good. Although she's got a lot of songs that aren't hits. Uh, There's a lot of duds. A lot you know of duds, what I listened Jerry? To? You know what I heard the other day, which I found really interesting, was the Beatles Top 100 on Sirius? Yeah. I don't, but I don't know who the host was, but he clearly knew. There was two things I heard this weekend. That, he clearly had a lot of insight, and he worked with them. I just don't know who he was and what relationship he had. Because he was breaking down the meanings of songs and how the songs were written and where the thought came from. And it was really good. And some of the songs that you would have thought would have been higher weren't and some that weren't were. It was interesting. Right. And then I heard Dennis Elsa's on with Richard Neer on Saturday morning talking about oh, John Lennon. Oh, I saw Lennon. you tweet about this. It was awesome. He, he talked about, I mean, I only caught the last 20 minutes of it. And he was talking about the two-hour sit-down he had with John Lennon in the radio studio in 1974 and just really a, a different perspective to John Lennon, the person, the musician, the breakup of the Beatles and songs that he was writing. It was really something. And it's like a two hour interview that he did with Lennon that is posted on Lennon's website and Dennis Elsis's website, which I actually want to download and listen to. It was that? really good. There's really no point to that other than those are two things that other I than, to. That and I you found really it interesting, and if people are looking for something. Yeah, I did. I found it very interesting, actually. Mm. So, what can I tell you? What about this? What if I did? A, what if I tried to find a podcast about baby geese? Then I can combine both of my Do you think interests. that there is a podcast <laughs> about, about geese? I bet there is a podcast. I, I don't think there's a full podcast a series. I believe there is an episode about baby geese. I do. Okay, let's see. Oh, here's an episode. Well. Yeah, that's not it. Baby uh, geese. Podcast. Canada geese and diets? No. No, no, no. No, no I don't. Mm. I'm Someone looking, named Jerry. geese. Let's see. Mm -hmm. The following podcasts were from Geese's weekly radio show. That's the Ducks Unlimited podcast. There you go. Mm -hmm. Ducks Unlimited? Yeah. You could. I mean, I'm you could. I don't see it. It is, let's see, ducks.org. <laughs> ducks.org? Yes. I could try to get into, there's a, a big genre in the podcasting industry of true crime podcasts, but I get so much true crime television, yeah, I'm going to be, I mean, yeah. honestly. Uh, that, that, that's that how I felt. Watch? That's how I felt, Jerry. Yeah. It's, it's enough. enough. I'm watching it. I don't need to also be sucking it in, listening to it. I My brain agree. will be warped. Yeah. Yeah, it's too much. And I got a, I wasn't sure if I was going to bring this up to you, but I may as well. I got an email, a direct message on Twitter from a woman who had sent me a link to an article in the New York Times from this past weekend about Pornhub. 
Okay. And she told me that she was no longer going to listen to the podcast because we reference Pornhub. And after reading this article, she was very upset and did not care for our flippant behavior towards it. The, the It was a very interesting piece, and I'm glad she sent it to me. I did re- respond back to her. All right. It was really about, uh, you know, Pornhub is like YouTube in that anyone can upload stuff. Okay. And they do have what people... What do you mean work, anyone can upload it? Like, like if, if I wanted to do... I could do that myself? If, put if it on, you, put something... Yeah, like if you take a video of yourself walking around nude in your house, you can upload that to Pornhub. I didn't know that. I figured they paid people for everything. That's what I figured. So this article was just talking about how much illegal content gets on these websites. Really? Underage people or people that don't know their videos are going up there, hidden camera videos, this sort of thing. And it was quite a lengthy article, but... it wasn't just attacking Pornhub for this. It was also attacking YouTube and Twitter and Facebook that in order to get this stuff taken down, first of all, there really has to be a complaint about it because there's so much content on there. And the people that they have hired, imagine this job. They have, they have about 80 people employed at Pornhub, according to this article, that go through videos. Could you imagine that life? No, oh my I goodness, I could not. The disturbing things you must see, and they're right. There's there is a lot of disturbing stuff on Pornhub, but the the Pornhub people and other content people say you don't know whether the videos are the people are acting in the videos or they're really being treated poorly. It's it is hard to tell, and they were also saying it's hard to tell someone's age. Is this person eighteen or fourteen or twenty? Yeah, so it was really weird, and it really left. Uh, then it was it was also upset at uh, Google because the as much as the stuff is on Pornhub, if you just type into Google certain phrases, pornographic phrases, they'll point you to all sorts of websites. See, but I thought it. See, I didn't think that. I thought it would come under. Uh, all right, maybe you're right. Unless you have probably the safe search checked on oh, your maybe that's Google. It, yeah, yeah, the blocker could be up. Then it was coming at, then they were saying, well, what about the credit card companies that allow you to purchase videos and such from these websites? So it was this whole thing about, it wasn't really fully pointing the finger solely at Pornhub and YouPorn and that sort of thing, but also at, you know, Google for allowing you to search these terms and and, uh, how to distinguish. And they made a, they made an interesting point, like, well, how do you fix this problem? And I think in the, especially for pornography websites, they were saying, you know, it used to be that if you were a pornography company, let's say you made DVDs and VHS tapes back in the day, you were a registered pornography company. Right. And you had to have paperwork uh, that proved the ages of your, of the people making the films and this sort of thing. And it's not like that anymore. So they're saying maybe they should. It's a free for all. It's a total free for all. That yeah. maybe they should only accept content from people that can prove their yeah, people makes are sense. of age and yeah, it was a, it was a very interesting read. It was a New York Times opinion piece. I could it was totally called, see that. Uh, it was actually I think it's called the Children of Pornhub. Oh God! So it was interesting. So I did write the woman back and go, you know, I was not aware of this. Thank you for letting me know this. But you know, you're canceling uh, our podcast. What about Facebook and Twitter and Google and your credit cards? Like yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everyone's all we do is we laugh at their polls. 
Right, we were goofing on her polls, but her point is she uh, thinks that it is, we're normalizing it. Okay. To each their own. That's what I say, Jerry. That, yeah. It's like I mean, the whole thing with gambling and all. It's like it's, when things are legal, it's hard to to put restrictions on it. But I do believe that they have to have some way of figuring out whether the people in these videos I are agree. aware that they're being videotaped and are of age. Could Those not agree. Things. I Huge. could not agree with you more. Why don't we go to work there, Jerry, and clean it up? I'm not going to work anywhere. Unless I get fired here, I'm not planning on And then if that's the case, I'm going to go drive for Amazon. Same here. There you go. Oh, I think I'd be a terrible driver. You'd be fine. Why? I'd be worried about does this house have a dog? That's why you don't. That's you just got to put the package up by the door. You don't even have to go into the yeah, backyard but, or anything. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you're not going in their house. I would definitely rather be Amazon package deliverer more so than an Uber Eats driver or an Uber driver. I agree with that. Totally agree. Seems more manageable. I like the Amazon driving. I want the van. Yeah. Go pick up my stuff. Spend yeah, I want the, day the van with that on it. Yes, and I exactly. want an outfit. I want a, a, a <laughs> you know, but that's the beauty of the Amazon. You don't even need it. You don't even need one. Yeah, I like the uniform. Like I like the UPS uniform, the postman uniform we so mentioned earlier. Then put a brown uniform on. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you want. Just make my own my own uniform. Yeah, make your own Amazon uniform. Whatever bat with, with whatever patches I want on it. Just go find the logo, print mm-hmm. it on your your uniform <laughs> shirt, and you're good to go. All right, I suppose I could do that. It's a great idea. And then you can give Eddie one, and he'll put it in his rotation. <laughs> Eddie's free shirts. That's it. All right, Jerry. Why don't you say? Why don't? Why don't you say? Hey, Jerry. Don't you? Say, why don't you say we go? Here to comes the, the podcast or the warm up yes. show, which we did. We'll see you tomorrow on WFAN, the warm up show, beginning at five a.m. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. A little long there, must say. 504 as we start a new week yeah. on a Monday morning. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I had the Raiders on the money line with Darren Waller, 75 yards receiving yesterday. The big question as we start a new week. Did Al Dukes, now it was week 13, lucky week 13, did Albert Jackson Dukes win his five-team $5 parlay? Good morning, Al. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. I went... Oh, for five. <laughs> did you really? Yes. Yes, I did. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I guess wanna, that's a no. Yeah. I will tell you that I have gone oh for five, I think, three weeks this year. I've gone one for four, probably nine weeks. Wow. So I think I had one week where I had more than one win. I want to shut it down. I'm I'm over it. I want to... <laughs> But we have a sponsor on the video, <laughs> yes, so nice. I have to do it. You're almost done. Look at it that way. <laughs> but what are we doing? Like many people, many alert to Twitter followers uh, have have said to me, you know, the odds of going zero for five in a parlay are also like it's the same know- as going five and zero. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right. 
I'm, and then people are like, you should pick the opposite. You did that. I, I tried that. It didn't work. I still <laughs> lost. I still went one and four when I picked the opposite. It is amazing. So we are 13 weeks in and you have, wow, you haven't even come close. No. Wow. I haven't won more than, I. you know, in the in the beginning of the season, I didn't really think about it much. Like I'd win, I didn't know if I won two games or three games. When I started hitting the one and fours on yes. a consecutive basis, I started to take notice. And then the 0 for fives. I mean, it is unbelievable. <laughs> wow. And yeah, I got it's a these, rough day. Other dopes on Twitter like you should pick money lines. No, the point of the thing is called five dollar five team parlay. It's only five dollars, which is why I only bet five dollars. I know, I, but I do. I see. I do agree with them that they don't. All five of them do not need to be with the spread. You'll still get good odds. I I, I don't think so because on a five dollar bet with the spreads, you only win one hundred twenty dollars. Right, but let's say you win fifty five dollars. Isn't that just a little bit better than winning nothing every week? Well, but it's the $5 five-team parlay. The whole concept was... It's still a $5 five-team parlay. You just fool around. And you could do other things, like the under on Giants Seahawks yesterday instead of actually picking a winner. You're picking five things that has to hit. You're right. Maybe I'll change it up this week. Maybe I'll go... Maybe I'll. Maybe it'll be. Well, how about this, Jerry? Why don't we do this? The five dollar over under parlay. You could do that. I think that's a good idea. Right, I still think that. I think that's really difficult too. But yes. I would one week. At least it's different. One week go and make it five dollars to make, to win thirty. Who cares? At this point, mm-hmm. you're down all seventeen weeks last week, and now you're down. Th- you're down thirty weeks. So yes. you're down one fifty. At some point, you need to start clawing back. Right. Why don't you try just one week? You got four weeks left. A $5 five team money line parlay. Just see if you can pick five winners. Okay. Which isn't easy either, by the way. All right. I see what you're saying. And even if it's $30, you so win. So what? All right. I like that. Start working your way back. If there's ever a lesson to be learned about betting, it is my $5. <laughs> Five team parlay. Oh, and thirty. <laughs> I mean, it's un. It's amazing. It's bad. What goes on there? I was so amazed that the Giants won that game. Like, I was legitimately. I was more shocked that the Giants won than the way the Jets lost. Really? Yeah, I was more shocked that the Giants. I wasn't won that game in Seattle. If I go back to Sunday when we picked, did our picks, I said the Giants would have a chance to win in the final couple minutes. I thought they would have no shot. I, I thought they'd play well defensively. I really did. I and I thought it'd be a low scoring game, and it was. It was a uh, yeah. I, I I was uh, very impressed by the Giants' defense. Now I thought Colt McCoy did nothing until. He had to complete a couple passes there near the end, and, and he I'm did it. And I'm so glad you said that because I got so tired it down. of the announcer saying on the two scoring drives, Colt McCoy leading the – no, he didn't. They did ran nothing. the ball down the Seahawks' throat. How about this? They, Wayne Goldman led the Giants on the scoring drive, yes. not Colt McCoy. Yes. That drove me nuts. It was Wayne Gallman, and it was old school. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, the Alfred uh, Morris, yes. who I forgot was even yes. on the Giants. Yes. He's played in all the NFC East. He played the Amazing. Giants. He played the Reds. Uh, not the Redskins, Jerry. That's not right. He played with uh, Washington. He played with the Cowboys. The Cowboys. He was one of the. He's in the uh, ten years I've been with Compass Media Networks for the Cowboys stuff. He's mm-hmm. been one of the best interviews we had. Like we had a. We had to end it 
because we didn't we were running out of time. He's he was really N- good. He's an NFC East monster, Jerry. Yeah, two touchdowns yesterday. And as one other thing about the announcing, and the again, I I'm never turning a game off because I don't like the announcers. I I don't understand anyone that would do that, but so be All it. All right. That having been said, the tongue bath I think is Evan Roberts said online the tongue bath of Jamal Adams. Every oh my god! Well, look at the angle he took to to stop the run. They all do that. Well, what are we talking about? Look at the great angle he took to stop Wayne Gallman down the sideline. Yeah, no kidding. Guess yeah. who else could do that? Me and you and Boomer Esiason could do that as well if he was playing safety. So enough with the Jamal Adams, for God's sakes. I'd love to play safety. I feel like if you get burned, you can blame the you can cor- blame the cornerback. The, the cornerback. You just blame the coach. he just wants to blame, blame everybody. The coach. I think you know what Boomer actually did it on purpose. Get rid of, oh, shit. oh, okay. Well, Can, uh, hit the, the dumb radio. button, someone, please. Eddie, you got that? Anybody? Everybody! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Those of you who didn't hear that, Boomer wants to blame the coach. He was shouting from the other room. Uh, no, right in the room. <laughs> oh, in the room. He, he was, was in the room. About five feet from me. Does he think we do a podcast? He knows I don't this know is what live, he thought because right? he went with the no bleep. <laughs> right. Because I said to him. Watching the game, when mm-hmm. I saw the Jets blitz, I'm watching it with my son, and I said, are they doing this on purpose? Right. Like, what are you doing? I actually thought, I actually believe that. And then that's th- when Boomer said, no bleep to me. You think they gave up the long touchdown with five seconds remaining to lose on purpose? I think there's, I think there's a chance that they said, you know what? Let's go after them. What's the worst that can happen? We lose. Okay. We're right. 0 and 12. Now, yes. I was watching uh, Scott Van Pelt, and he had one of the Hasselbacks. I think it was Matt on. Yeah. And he went back and he said, This is what Greg Williams I understand. does. Except not in this situation. You should never do this. Well, he pointed out three other instances well, he's an idiot. where it was a Hail Mary situation, and he sent the kitchen stupid. like he did. And it worked the other times, but it did not work this time. It was absolutely stupid. Because well, of the matchups you had, it's stupid. But here's the thing. Had the Jets won that game, it would have been the most disappointing win in Jets history. Yeah, you Jets could make that case. Jets fans did not want it. You could make that case. Although, I, But I do think in the moment, see, I, I can never remember a time sitting back and hoping that a team I like loses. for. Now, you might think about it an hour later and be like, you know what, I'm glad they lost. It makes sense. Right. But in the moment, like, I don't know, man. I think, I think I think now at five o'clock in the morning on Monday you're like oh okay good, you know if they lost that's fine. But I think if you're watching that game yesterday you're like what the hell? Yeah, it was a stunning loss. I was walking the dog, so I put on, uh, you know, the dog wants to go out to the bathroom at the worst possible sports moments. Right. So it was uh, the the last few minutes of the Jet game. So I was like, all right, let me put on. I put on the Raider broadcast. Okay, little Brent. Brent Musburger, yeah. Does Brent Musburger do the local Raider broadcast as yes. well? I, he does. He's the he's the Raiders play-by-play announcer on radio. But he also does the national broadcast. So Compass Media Networks they they are the they're the home for Raiders uh, radio. So they they syndicate that. Yes, but that's also what you hear in the Bay Area. But that's not the case with Dallas Cowboys. Correct. And Dallas, you got right. Exactly. You got Brad Sham in Dallas, and then Kevin Ray and Danny White do it all over the country. Yeah, so I so I was listening to Brent Musburger and the Raiders broadcast, and then uh, I got back home in time to see it live. What happened? I was surprised. I didn't think Brent went as crazy as he would have. It was almost like um, he was stunned. What happened? He was stunned. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's a man who's seen some things, Jerry. He is. Listen, you are looking live. 
You're looking live with Irv Cross. That's right. And Jimmy the Greek and all those. And uh, who was uh, uh, Phyllis George? Phyllis George, that's right. Phyllis George, Jerry. All right, so 0-5 on the parlay. Colt McCoy and the Giants beat the Seahawks, so that puts them in some sweet position, right, It does, Jerry? because you know what? They can beat the Cardinals this week. The, to me, there's They're no beatable. reason they can't. For Now, I look at the Giants now and say, if they don't go 8-8, eight and eight, I'll be surprised. Hmm. If they don't win the division, will you be shocked? I would be surprised, yes, me because too. who's beating them? The Eagles are an absolute disaster right now. They're 3-8-1. and one. The best they can do is 7-8-1 and one at this point. The, Washington, ugh, I mean, ugh, okay. No. And the Cowboys are 3-8. and eight. So where's this Giants defense all of a sudden? This looks like a, a defensive. It's been a work in progress. Yeah. So, okay, Cardinals uh, you know, at MetLife Stadium. Go hmm, beat them. To travel. The Cardinals are a weird team, even weird yesterday. Team. Bunch of weird teams in the NFL. Like you don't you don't know what you're going to get week in and week out, including the Rams who they played. How about And how about the Titans? Can you explain that one to no. me? What no, was I cannot, that? Jerry. Ugh. The Terrible. Browns put a beat down on them. They did. It was 38-7. Yeah, it was 38-7 at the half, and the Browns only won 41 Yeah, but you know what? what? That game was never I, in doubt, though. I they, hate when teams they shut it, it down. The that was 41-21 with like five minutes to go still. That game was never – and I know they had to get the onside kick, but uh, please. If I was a coach, I'd say, put your foot on their throat. They were never nervous. They, they weren't? Were, no, I don't, not at all. That was a very comfortable, all right, it got a little dicey in the final, you know. Even if they got the onside kick, what were the 10 seconds left? I mean, please, yeah. that game was over. The Titans, very disappointing. I did have them in another bet. That was that was brutal. Ugh. Now, on the Jets-Rata game, Marcus May of the Jets says uh, that, that there had to be a better yes. defensive play call there. Because Quote, you left a rookie on rugs who ran right by him. Got to help us out. Yep. You know, it's funny. We talk about this all the time. I yes. hate the prevent defense. Me I think too. I think it's an awful way to play when you have a lead in the game. But, and we keep the Greg Williams crap to the side and what he's done in the past. This is a different year with a different team with different players that are mostly not recognizable. And you put a kid on rugs who had no business covering rugs by no himself. Like, what? There's no way you're losing that game if you've got... Six guys deep. And what a oh, floater he threw out there. Well, you know what? When the guy's wide open, I think I could have made that throw, and so could you have. What a finesse throw, Jerry. That was a window throw. Unreal. Really unreal. A window thrower. A window thrower. Window yeah. thrower. Well, Philip Rivers is the original window thrower. What were your thoughts on Sam Darnold's performance? Sam Darnold's performance? What was that? He hit three home runs. <laughs> Uh, Sam Darnold. Dave came in all of a sudden. Yeah. What are we doing here? Uh, Sam Darnold. I thought he was good. I mean, you know, the strip sacks. Two I don't know. I don't. Yeah, but to me, I I don't blame a quarterback. for. I really don't. I mean, to me, block your man right. first. The interception, not great. But for the most part, he made the throws. Couple of touchdown passes. Team was in position to win. End of the day. Team was in position to win. And we have not been able to say that many times with him at quarterback. I thought this was a step forward for Sam Darnold. Now, it's a step to what? I have no idea. Because I I guess it's Trevor Lawrence time next year, and we'll see. But I don't know. And the Jets go to Seattle Seahawks. That seems like that'll be easy. That seems like that seems like the the Seahawks will be coming off this Giants loss. No beat down the Jets. Jamal Adams Bowl. 
I go 0 5 every week. Why what, don't you do this? Why don't do you just, I know? You've lost $150 on your five team $5 parlay. Why don't you put yeah. $150 on the Seahawks this week no. and get it all back? I'm not doing that anymore. Oh. Because no one covers the points anymore. It That's is the problem. I mean, even the Chiefs last night went I know, by it's six. That's what I mean. In Kansas City. Against the scrub Denver Bronco team. Uh, all right, first break of the hour. Stinks. We have a lot more to do here on the warm-up show, and then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Alan Jerry, because you can't get enough sports with the other 23 hours in the day. All right, 25 after 5. What do you say Monday morning? A football Monday here on the Fan Get you Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. As I like somebody on Twitter yesterday, Al, actually, it was very clever. They said Boomer and Geo 6 to 7 tomorrow morning, and it was like two scientists in a lab, you know, all excited about how much there is to discuss today with the Jets and the Giants. It's a good Monday. Well, we heard Boomer all fired up, uh, barging into your studio uh, and uh, screaming. Um, He's know, fired pro- up. Profanities. He is fired up. That is true. Mm-hmm. Jerry, will the New York Giants, as I ask you today, it is uh, December 7th, will the New York Giants host a playoff game? Well, yeah, they're going to win the division. All right. that was the, That's an easy answer then. Correct. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I saw this uh, Saturday after college football. I just want to get your take. Maybe Eddie would know this as well. So I see Notre Dame quarterback. Ian Book. Ian Book, yes. A- accounts for five touchdowns. Yes. Becomes Notre Dame's winningest quarterback. Right. They've got a history of good quarterbacks. I've heard a guy named Joe Montana went there, I've yes? heard of him, yes. All right. How come I've never heard of this guy? Because you don't watch college football. But I've, don't, I've heard of uh, Trevor Lawrence. Because he's not a... From all indications, mm-hmm. and I I don't watch Notre Dame on a week to week basis, so I'm not going to sit here and lie. And I think I've watched. Do one, not lie to me, Jerry. I think I watch one Notre game, one Notre game, one Notre Dame game for mm-hmm. the most part, start to finish this year. Out of what nine, eight, ten, however many they played, eleven, however many games they played, I think I watched one. So I am not a uh, an expert on Ian Book, but 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 I saw it on your show sheet, and I said it's a very good question because Thank he's you. he's got decent numbers, doesn't throw many picks. Good passer rating, team wins. Uh, he is projected as a seventh-round pick <laughs> and is projected to be a quality backup quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, He's only I- 5'11 to 6 feet tall. That's problem number one. Um, and number two, they he just doesn't have the makeup of an NFL quarterback, according to the draft gurus. I have no yeah. idea. I don't know what any of this means. I don't understand. This is why I don't follow college football because it, it's meaning a guy can throw nine thousand touchdowns, no picks, sure. and we never hear from him again. Well, th- there's a lot that goes into it. So you know, you, you can be. It depends on the system you're playing, the way they run and gun, the competition. Um, you know, or do you have five star wide receivers going against you know three star cornerbacks to where there's separation and the throws are easy. I don't understand it all. You know, that's why, and and neither do, you know, for poops and giggles, neither do the draft guys. Go back and look at the first round of the draft over the last six years, how many first round busts there have been. Right. You know. And and then you can look at guys like uh, Brett Favre. Yeah. 
Peyton, uh, Tom Peyton Brady, Manning, Tom Brady, no doubt. Tony Romo, Dak Prescott was a fourth round draft pick. Dak Prescott. You know, it doesn't mean just because you draft a guy in the fifth round doesn't mean he's not going to be a productive right. pro. And just because you get him in the first round doesn't mean he's going to be good. Truth, Jerry. You're, you're spitting Who is the truths. guy? Oh, God, I can't think of his name. I was covering the Jets at the time. Eddie, help me with this. Who was the Vernon Galt? Was it Vernon Golston? Was the fifth overall pick? Is that right? The fifth overall pick in the draft for the Jets, and he turned out to be nothing. Right. But, the fifth overall pick. I hear you. Or maybe the seventh. I forget, but he was a top 10 pick. Did nothing. Jamarcus Russell with the Raiders. Josh Rosen's another good one. I mean, his career's over already. What is he, 25? I'm rooting for Ian Book, quarterback out of Notre Dame, Jerry. Well, I would like to see him catch on. With I the saw team. one projection had the Giants take Ian Book in the sixth round. Really? Yes. You're reading these projections already? Well, I did because you put it on the show sheet, and I was curious. Oh, because I always wonder that too. Thank you. Like you'll have, you'll see. So the you see the running back from the University of Buffalo, Buffalo of the Buffalo running back. He scored eight rushing touchdowns right. last week, right, and ran for like four hundred yards. Yeah, we'll never hear from you. At the end of the day, you. that's pretty impressive. Very, I'm very impressed. Why is he not going to be a top pick? Well, maybe know. he's not as know. fast. Maybe he, the competition he plays, I don't know. Shut down all these colleges unless they're able to uh, get You're guys not into the shut NFL. Shut it down. Shut it down. You're still allowed to play. At the end of the day, there's still players that need to be drafted. I didn't like this story that I read, although it was uh, the story was done in a hilarious. The story of a girl? Is in this hilarious type of way. Uh, Wayne Gallman, Giants running back, was interviewed, I believe, by Steve Serby in the Post. What's amazing is there's a headline, a in headline the paper about this? for this. Not a headline, but in big, bold letters. If you want to read the story, it's as you're going to tell us now what it says. Well, yeah, so uh, they're talking about that prankster Eli Manning, and they asked him if he'd ever been uh, the victim of one of Eli's pranks and he said yeah one time uh, i was uh, i was at my sitting in my locker listening to music and eli was stretching in front of me and then walked by and passed wind right in my face uh, that is such a passive i would have got if i was wayne goldman i got up and punched him right in the face i really would have that's a bully move it's a bully move it's a it's bully move it's not a bully move it's a bull like it's a bully disgusting. passes wind in people's faces i think it's just gross and you know Wayne Gallman could have smashed Eli Manning in two seconds. Of course he could have, but he's not going to because he's going to respect the veteran. Ugh, what a jerk. I see guys passing wind in other guys' faces. That's a, that's a jerk move. There are a few things that get you upset. This is, well, that's not true. Let me, hold on, rewind. <laughs> there are there many are most, things that get you upset. Yeah. There are a few things that are silly that get you upset. Yeah. No, no, actually, there's a lot of things there, too. Uh, this is one of the odder things that gets you up. I don't like fart humor. I just you don't, don't like pranks. I don't, and I don't like pranks. Right? Like you don't think it's funny to you know rip a guy's underwear over his head? No, not funny. No, right. I, I agree with you on that. Right. <laughs> I just wish Wayne Gallman would have just been like, oh, did you just and a punch? I mean, Wayne Gallman would have won over that uh, locker room if he he could have he, he could have Geno Smith his jaw. Yeah, could Eli have. Manning's jaw. Very oh, easily could have. My jaw. No question. Ugh. No doubt. Passing wind in people's face. That's I hate that. <laughs> I really do. I don't know why it bugs me more I know, than anything. I can tell. 
Here was a weird story, Jerry, that I saw over the weekend. It developed over the weekend. There was a story, I believe, like Saturday that said uh, the Phillies are interested in trading Zach Wheeler. Fake news. There are there are if you if you have an offer for us, we're listening. What you got for Zach Wheeler? Fake news. And then the Phillies came out and said they wouldn't trade Zach Wheeler for Babe Ruth. Yeah. Who's Which is nonsense because he's dead. Dead. No one's trading for Babe Ruth. And if he was alive, he'd be so old, Jerry. He would be really old. And if it was, you know, nineteen twenty two, guess what? They would trade him for Babe Ruth. Right. Nonsense. That's nonsense. A, what a silly nonsense. story. I agree. Wouldn't trade him for Babe Ruth. Yeah, and you where'd would. that come from? Who reported that story? John Hayman. Yeah, where'd that come from? I don't know. I don't know where I saw it initially, but I saw like Darren over at the seven line was doing a Twitter poll. Would you want do you want the Mets to go after Zach Wheeler? Right. Well what the and Phillies then, aren't gonna trade with the Mets anyway. Right. So that's silly. Silly it's just silly. The, I did see though, Jerry, that the Mets are in the mix for Jake Odorosi. <clears throat> I'm sorry, who's that again? Jake Odorosi. Who's that? Jake Odorosi. <laughs> Try again. That's two. Jake. I have the Jake right? Yes. <laughs> Jake Odorizzi. Yeah. Jake Odorizzi. There you go. Yeah, the fourth time is the charm. <laughs> <laughs> you Do just we like him? him? You just call him Odorizzi. <laughs> Odorizzi. Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi. <laughs> now, back in the day, he was really good. I don't know. I, I don't know what he did last year. I've no. He had an off year, Jerry. Yeah. He at one point was really here. good. That's he was funny. at one point really good. So you want him, you don't want him. Take him, got him. Got him uh, whatever. Him. He's he, depth, you know. Depth. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's you a like bad thing. Depth. depth is good. Guys okay. don't stay on the field. So let's get him then. Now they're having the the the, the winter meetings this week. They are winter the meetings. virtual winter meetings. Oh, they don't what get the to hell go to does Florida. that mean? That means you gotta sit in front of your stupid Zoom meetings. Yeah, but most Instead of going deals, to Florida and going no, to the strip clubs. I could no, you could still go to the strip clubs, just the ones by your house. Most deals, I would think, and you'd have to talk to Sweeney or Ed or John Heyman to to actually, you know, confirm or, or deny this. But I would think most deals are done, from what I've heard over the years, by the agent talking to GMs and assistant GMs. Over a drink in the lobby. Yes. Very casual conversation is where these conversations kind of begin, and you never know where they go. A virtual winner. I mean, I, I know it's what you have to do. I understand the times we're in. It just seems like such a weird, bizarre way to handle it. Yeah, that is weird. But I don't have a solution for how well she would do it, so I guess that's what we do. You know, there's a uh, there's a strip club not far from where I live in a, a couple towns over. Well, how would you rate it? How many times you've been there? Uh, I was there many, many years ago when I was still living in Florida when I came back. Uh, this Frank's my... Chicken House? No, this is, uh, I think it's called Centerfolds. It's in uh, Neptune. Okay. They have signs out front that say they're open. They're all open. I just so, don't understand what's going on well, in there. Right. Because right. I can tell you, I drove past one the other day. It looked like it was a random Friday night in uh, you know June of 2014. Gogorama it or was fantasies? Hacked. It was fantasies. <laughs> That's the one you drive by on your way to work. Yeah, I see that all the time. <laughs> it looks packed. Do the girls wear masks? I'm not in. I don't know. Oh, you tell me. I feel like I should go in just to do some research. Go for it, and just then to see what's going on in there. You can expense it. <laughs> Warm up, up show, show expense. <laughs> right. <laughs> Could you imagine Mark's face? <laughs> Hey, if you, you went to a strip something club? from a strip club, yeah, <laughs> it's research. <laughs> well, 
Like, hey, you are know, the you girls take off your taxes, right? Do the I suppose I could. Do the girls want to work, or are they nervous of they catching coronavirus? Work. I both. I think both. I think they want to work because they need to work. But yeah, you're nervous, and so I think you just you test. Then some guy's wife would be like, "Where did you get coronavirus?" I did see there was an outbreak at the strip club. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't over there. Listen, if your wife doesn't know that you're at the strip club, if you're going often, there's a problem there. Yeah. Early Wait. and often. All right, quick, really quick break, right. like really fast, and then we're going to come back. Al's got like 17 more stories. Oh, I don't think we'll get to all of them, but we'll, well do the best we can. I'll talk fast. In the next 20-plus minutes, and then it's Boomer and Geo on a football Monday here on The Fan. And Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And don't worry, we're almost done. we got 18 more minutes to go until we get you to the big show, Boomer and Geo, on a football Monday. How was the uh, the dog walk this morning? Because I see it was only 38 degrees in my car when I got in. It's pretty well, chilly. Well, it, uh, it was 28 degrees here. Wow, was it really? Yeah, it was a little cold. Is it breezy or no? Oh, it's breezy, Jerry. <laughs> quite breezy are you in a spacesuit to walk the uh no i layer jerry i i <laughs> listen to what everyone told me over the years i layer smart very smart although i don't understand how my, like i put gloves on yeah your hands still get freezing cold frozen yes uh, that's where we need to you need to wear heated gloves someone told me i need mittens so i did order mittens like Why? i'm a child because they say if you if your fingers are not are are together and they're not in individual finger thingies you're gonna wear <laughs> Man mittens, though, Jerry. Not you're look like, like you're twelve. Not, no, not knit mittens. Like what a man a man would wear. I don't man know another man that wears mittens. I don't know another adult that wears <laughs> mittens. I know children that wear mittens. You actually uttered this phrase today. I don't know a man who wears mittens. <laughs> like that is something well, that you had to tell me, which is true. But I do I, now. You. I found stylish man mittens, so Does I will be wearing your man bag. Uh, yes. Nice. I'll let you know how it goes because uh, later today when I do the when I do the ten thirty walk, that will be a mitten walk. No, I don't. I don't want. I want the report of the four thirty a.m. mitten, mitten walk when mitten it's twenty eight degrees and windy off the Atlantic. But in in order to properly pick up poop, I have to. I do that. Uh, I can't have a glove on, so I I have to go barehanded into the doggy bag, pick it up that way. Why? Just do the bag reverse into your mitten. Flip it down, switch it, and reverse it. I don't. I I don't feel like I have full control, and I don't want to drop a piece on me. I understand. That would be uh, awesome. I did just see a, that day will happen. <laughs> <laughs> I did just see a commercial on uh, the internet, like on social media, how you get ads, and it's a thing. That's to what cl- a commercial is an ad. <laughs> an ad. Adver- a short for advertisement. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's a it's a thing that looks like uh, it goes in your ear to clean your ear out, like a Q-tip. Yeah. But it has a camera on the end, and it works with an app on your phone so you could see inside your ear. Why do I want to do that? (laughs) So you can get all the correct wax out. Okay. I mean, I saw the one that's like a vacuum. It sucks the wax out. Ooh. I think that, to me, is neat, so you don't have to jam anything in your ear hole. Right. You're not supposed to be jamming things in your ear hole. Right. That is correct. That The doctor will tell you right off the bat. That's interesting. See, but the camera is dangerous because, oh, I can get that. Oh, just a little, little further, a little more. I don't know if I like that idea. Right? How much was well, you thing? actually? Uh, I didn't see a price on it, but you actually had a camera go into your urethra, so this would be a little easier. Must we tell that story again? <laughs> I mean, it's one of yeah, the most because painful days of my life. That is an incredible, incredible, embarrassing. Time because the nurse that was in the room, mm-hmm. embarrassing. 
Right. Um, and then the most painful experience, and I was yes. at work that night <laughs> with Joe and Ray Martel. And you had a camera there. And told, yeah. In there. Yes. Not just down there, in there. And was told that the camera does damage, Ooh, and you're going to have to deal with it the first couple of times <laughs> you're under the bathroom. And so I didn't all day, and then I noticed around, I want to say it was about 1 a.m., mm-hmm. I did the 1 o'clock update, and I remember telling Ray Martell during the, at that time, we did updates with a commercial break in the middle, it was a five-minute update, you go two minutes break, two oh minutes gosh. now. Oh my gosh, a five-minute update? Yeah, we did a full update with a lot of sound. Whew. And so, I remember telling him during the break in between, listen, when I'm done, I am, I gotta go to the bathroom, you might hear some screaming, I'm fine. Ah! Uh, oh, dude, there it is. No, 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 no. Oh. That doesn't even begin. Oh. To what it sounded like. That's not even close. You can run so all, all you want. Oh, it was it. it yes, I saw stars. Mm-hmm. It was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> no, again, doesn't do it justice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eddie, you don't, you don't have anything in your system that can do justice to the screaming I was doing that night. It was it, it was incredibly painful. That was almost as bad as the day I had kidney stones. Mm. That was awful. Oh! <laughs> oh, there it is. No, not ah! Yes, oh! now you got it. All right, you did have something. My dad used to get kidney stones. Thank God I didn't inherit that. Are that's they inheritable? I, they are inheritable. Are mm-hmm. I wasn't that's aware right. of that. That's um, right. But you less, didn't get it. I didn't get it. Thank hmm. goodness. Your sister less, got them? Um, no. So no who inherits them then them. exactly? Well, no, no one got them. It stopped at my father. <laughs> He got enough for all of us. <laughs> the, last night, Jerry, Chiefs-Broncos game. I don't know if you were able to catch any of this before you uh, slid off into a slumber time, but there was a pass in the end zone at Tyreek Hill where the ball was battered around a little bit, and he actually caught it for a touchdown. But didn't think he did. But he didn't think he no. caught it, so there was no protesting. And they didn't challenge, and the Broncos got a playoff. I like, you know what? And I liked Andy Reid's answer. He what did basically he say? says, "You always ask the player, and mm-hmm. then you try to read the player to say, you know, to understand if they're really telling the truth and they believe what they're saying, right? Or if they're just saying, yeah, I caught it.'" And he's like, "He said no. Okay, punt." And I, thank, you know what? I think I would have done the same thing. And thank goodness. It did not come back to bite them in the tush. It did not. They still won the game by six points, though they didn't cover the number. They sure didn't cover the number. I was one of few that had Denver last night. <laughs> Sounds like you're bragging. I am. I actually had a good day. Aside from the Titans, where I lost one bet, I actually had a good day. The whole Raider thing and Darren Waller, I felt like a genius. I, I said over 75. I think I took him at over 80 yards receiving, which he did in the first quarter. Hmm. I felt pretty good about that. That is pretty good. And that added value to my little two-bet parlay because parlay. Raiders and the money line was nothing. But right, I also they're playing felt the Jets. Like, and, but I felt like the Jets would play well and cover the number. So I, And you know what's so weird? I have no idea what I picked on Friday with Boomer and Geo. Mm-hmm. And then I go to do it Sunday. Could be all different. I have no idea. Could be all Boomer used to pull that move on uh, NFL Today. Yeah, but he would say you would get different information over those, you know, over the Saturday and especially Sunday morning. Sometimes you get more information that changes your predictions. That is true. Now, nothing. Did it, let me ask you this: You record on Wednesday, right? I record on Tuesday. Tuesday, when you sat down to watch Red Zone, and enough with the 200th episode. Holy crap! I mean, that yeah, was like Scott Hansen was oh, very excited about that. Zip it already. It was fine the first couple of minutes, but it was enough. Um, when you sat down to watch Scott Hansen in the Red Zone channel like I did yesterday, of your five picks, 
Had anything changed your mind about what you initially selected and no. put out on video? No. Oh, I was giving you an out there to kind of change no, a few. No, okay. no out. No out needed. All right. Yeah, one of the other things they did, and I, I'm hoping they did it just because it was the, what was the 200th episode? Yeah. Of Red Zone? They kept putting, while the games were on. Uh, the tweets. They kept putting tweets up there that just were like, I love Scott Hansen. I wish he wasn't married. I would date him. There you uh, go, Eddie. Scott. <laughs> Red Zone is the best. It, was, it wasn't even anything interesting to put well, up there. The only one I found was interesting was there was the one tweet from Kuwait. Kuwait. I thought that was cool. Was it a soldier or was it someone living mm, in Kuwait? I would think it was a soldier, but I don't know the soldier, answer to that's that. That's cool. I'm not 100% on that, but I would think so. I mean, the guy's in Kuwait. If you're in Kuwait, are you a Kuwaiti? I believe that's what the, uh, they call the people of Kuwait. Okay. Kuwaitis. Nice. Carson Wentz got benched, Jerry. He was all... You know, I feel bad for him in a way. A, he's not good, but B, the dude is running for his life Every time he takes the ball. Yeah. Like, you know, you can play stop it with the offensive line. Mm. He's got no chance. Like, that line's awful. And they say Jalen Hurts may start next week. They don't know yet. We don't know, Jerry. They're 3-8-1. and one. Why the hell wouldn't you? Start him. You might as well. You want to start him? Start him. Listen, if for no other reason, you could trade one of them in the offseason for something. If he plays well. Right. I would think a team a hundred percent would take would would take Carson Wentz. If you were a team in need of a quarterback, Jerry, and you had two options only, Carson Wentz or Sam Darnold, who would I you take? I knew you were going to go there. Thank you. See, the problem is, all right, so I've seen Carson Wentz played an MVP level the first half of his first season. He all was right. outstanding. I have not seen Sam, Dar- uh, Sam Darnold do that, mm. so I think I have to take Wentz. Oh, oh, Senior Wentz's. What would you take? Uh, Sam Darnold. Based on what? His age. They're the same age. <laughs> they can't be. they got to be at least a year apart. Matter of fact, Darnold might be older. No way. Sam Darnold got in the league when he was like... How long do you think Wentz is uh, around for? I feel like he's been in the league like eight years. He's not in the league eight years. Isn't it four? You remember Senior Wentz is right, the, Carson, the uh, hand you're puppet? Right. You're right. Carson Wentz is 27 mm-hmm. and Sam Darnold is 25. Is that right? Let's see. I'm going to say 24. Oh, he's only 23. I take it back. 23. Ah. So no four years. All right. You have four years. Fair enough. I love, Jerry, when the Cleveland Browns are pretty good and a playoff team. And that's where we're at right now. They They're are. Nine and three. Yes, For the first me. time since 1994. That was a long time ago. 94 to 2004 is 10 years to 2014. Uh, 26 is years. 26 years. Yeah. Although I much prefer when they played in their crappy old stadium. Like if, when you got a Browns wild card, because that's all they ever was, you know, they'd be the wild card team. If you got a Browns wild card game in the dead of winter on that crappy field in Cleveland, that was something. Like when Brian Sipe would get under center. It was visually pleasurable. It was visually like who, like it really made you think like who lives in Cleveland. Can I ask you this on that note? Yes. When they put the Falcon game on, do you feel like you're watching something from 1952? Yeah, I don't like the... It's ter- It's uh, awful. Yeah. It looks like it's in black and white. Yes. Now they're wearing the black jersey. Oh. Yeah, I don't like it. I like. I don't want to even watch them play. I don't like the way it looks. I need Cleveland in the 80s. You're not from Cleveland. You need cold, damp rain and wind. And that's that, what you get when you watch the Browns at home. 
That's what Sam Weiss yelled, right? You're not. We're not in Cleveland. We're not. We got to take a break. It's 5.53. We're running out of time here. We're not in Cleveland. And then Boomer and Geo at the top. Right now, though, on Amy Lawrence, Radio.com Sports Minute. And guess who she's talking about? Any thoughts, Al? Senior Wentz. Can, uh, Carson Wentz. Or, or, or the Cleveland Browns, Al. Oh, Cleveland Browns, Jerry. Take it away. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, Jets lose again in stunning fashion. A Giants win in Seattle. What else? Oh, and the Chiefs won last night. What else, Al? Uh, Tim Nolan on Twitter, Jerry, says, uh, I wear mittens, Al. So I do have one other man who's admitting to wearing mittens. And it Good, do, maybe you guys can go out and have a beer. They do keep your hands warmer than uh, gloves with individual fingers. I still think heated gloves. Or heated gloves, or heated mittens, Jerry. That's the best of both. It's worlds. Football Monday, and I was we're talking Giants, Seahawks, Jets, Raiders.